Hello everyone and welcome to the 19th episode of The Untamed Rant. I am the Untamed Scribe and as always with me, he's not crazy, his reality is just different than yours, the Mr. Crowley. Maybe both. <laughs> uh, in this episode we will be talking about Jabberwocks and Jub Jub Birds. Yeah yeah. <laughs> also inevitably Wonderland and Alice. <laughs> yes. Yes. But of course. <laughs> may have been an excuse. <laughs> You're not even through this. <laughs> you got one good line in. One. <laughs> I went to shit. I don't even know what I was going to say. It was an excuse. Oh, yeah. It may all have been an excuse to talk about Alice in Wonderland. And there it is. <laughs> yep. So, uh, for those who don't know, <clears throat> Alice in Wonderland itself, Lewis Carroll, that's just a pen name. Um, but Lewis Carroll, nonetheless, we'll just run with it for now. You want to know who really wrote it? Look it up. I'm not going to tell you now. Spoilers! <laughs> name? I don't remember his name. I know it, but I always mispronounce it, so I'm just not going to do it. I'm pretty sure. Hold on. Let's, let, you no, know what? Fine. She's going to Google Fine, it. internet. Let's just, you know, let's just make sure. Yeah. Charles Lutwig Dodgson, I think it's Dodgson. Dodgson? See, I never yeah. pronounce it right. That's why I never say it. <laughs> I was hoping it would give me on Google like the pronunciation. It never does. Thanks. Thanks, Google. Anywho. So, um, let's start off though with some Jabberwocks and Jab Jab birds. Because that's the main point of this rant. Okay. Sound like plan? I like Jabberwocks. Do you though? The Jabberwocky? Yes. <laughs> Give me my Vorpal sword. You I can't just be given it. You gotta go on a Give quest. Give me my Vorpal sword. <laughs> no. You gotta go on a quest. There's some things you gotta do. Real quick though, can I have a pen that doesn't jingle? <laughs> Someone brought a pen that actually has a maze in it. Yeah. Uh, to the recording. Whatever. I thought you were going to flick it at me. <laughs> You're intrigued now, aren't you? It's a great pen. It feels like an expensive thing. No. It was free. Not for you. For oh, them yeah, to yeah. make, to for, give yeah. out. Like That's that's valid. Don't let me forget it. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, so the Jabberwocky, or the Jabberwock. Yes. yes. Um, let's just go in. I'm just going to give a quick description. What I'm getting the description from, just so that everyone's aware, is um, Wonderland No More, and this is for Savage Worlds, specifically. Um, but I think it gives a good description, unless you found a different one that you wanted to use. Um, no. The, the other... I don't know how different... The description is, but the depiction I like, mm. not that there's a lot of them. No, there's really not. Is the Pathfinder one. Yeah. Of course, as we said before, Pathfinder has really good art, but... Exactly, yeah. They, they kind of can't be beat on their art. I love their artwork. Yeah. And their artists are amazing at what they do. Do you want to describe it's so them? so buck-toothed. I know, I know. <laughs> Basically, it's like a dragon... Who's very bony. Reptilian creature, yeah. Um, whose neck is far too long. Mm-hmm. And is, like, really buck-toothed. Has a... He's really goofy looking. But also terrifying. Yeah. So... It kind of has, like, rabbit eyes, like... At least, yeah, on the Pathfinder artwork, yeah, for sure. It's, like, not really focusing on anything. Just gonna eat ya. Or scream. So, uh... The description for this, like, yeah, like you said, long neck. It also has a really long tail. Mm. Uh, strong legs for running down its prey. <laughs> and it also has these long, I think this is the part that freaks me out the most, the long, flexible fingers with the claws, with the talons on the end to catch prey, too. That's just fucking gross. Yeah, the Pathfinder one's got that. It's like, yeah. its four yeah. legs are very skinny, like, arms instead of more legs. Yeah. And then um, eyes uh, are bulging uh, that function independently of each other, and a Great. mouth lined with uh, a spade-like teeth. Yeah. Big, 
beaver teeth. Yeah. Or gopher teeth. That's what oh, they look yeah, like. Oh, yeah, you know like what? Gopher's gopher better. Teeth. Yeah, gopher's a better description of that. The big reptilian gopher thing. <laughs> um, so, um, the that's just the main description of the Jabberwock. Um, and originally for the Jabberwocky, it was just part of a poem, and it's only mentioned as, like, be cautious, be careful, y'all. <laughs> Bring your verbal sword. <laughs> Um, for, um, the purposes of Wonderland No More for Savage Worlds, Which they go... Which is a great resource. Yeah, really, really good. Uh, they go into, uh, Jabberkin as well. So oh, just the really? offspring, yeah. The offspring of Jabberwock. And it does actually say in here, which I found kind of hilarious, that... Uh, Jabberkin are the Jabberkin, excuse me, are the offspring of the Jabberwock. Spawned from what else? No one knows. <laughs> okay. So uh, they're smaller. They don't have the wings like the uh, Jabberwock does, um, and they're definitely prone to violence. And they've got a raging temper because mm. you know they're little assholes. Does the Wonderland No More setting have a? Is it the Jabberwock? It's the only Jabberwock. Yeah, the Jabberwock. Yeah, and then Jabberkin. I mean, you can just have yeah. plenty of those, I guess. Um, so, something else that's obviously you've mentioned for that is that the only thing that can really take down a Jabberwock is the Vorpal Sword. Indeed. Indeed. And, um... Cut bitches' heads off. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, you know what I mean? This is the, I find the Vorpal Sword very amusing. Because? Because uh, in D&D... Or the various versions of D&D. Basically, if you hit someone with a vorp- vorpal sword... You got it. Keep going, vorpal. I know, you do. <laughs> uh, with a vorpal sword, mm-hmm. there's a percentage chance that the head just comes lopped off. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you're fighting something big... Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I got you in the ankle. 5% chance... Oh, your head fell off. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a vorpal sword. Yeah. I just mean, happens, you know? It does. It's mystically. Yeah, it's a heroic Vorpal sword. It it just give give it its moment, okay? <laughs> um and again, it just mentions in a poem in a poem, excuse me, that uh the Vorpal sword is what killed the Jabberwock. It doesn't really give a lot of details from a poem as far as I can remember, but um now you just gotta figure out where the Vorpal Sword is and go find it. <laughs> Hopefully there's more than one. Hopefully, but probably not. Depends. Eh, depends. What, was there anything in that that you marked off in terms of the Jabberwock? Oh, yeah. The Pathfinder, see, this is why Pathfinder is awesome. You can find rules for all these things. Woohoo! And uh, definitely easily adaptable to 5th edition if you're playing that. But the Jabberwock is funny. It's a CR-23 creature. Uh, Pathfinder has damage resistance still, like they used to, so like there's okay. all kinds of damage resistances. So it's DR-15. <laughs> and the only way to overcome the, like, so that any given hit won't be reduced by 15 damage mm-hmm. is if the weapon's Vorpal. <laughs> Not like Adamantine or Magical. Yeah, yeah. It has to be Vorpal, or 15 damage is just... Automatically take it away. Yeah. Of course, it's also immune to fire, paralysis, sleep, and has resist 30 for a few different types of damage and spell resistance. But the funny thing is, is that they're, they have a fear of vorpal weapons because <laughs> they know that's they what know. kills them. <laughs> that's hilarious. And then the, the names for the abilities it gives them is funny too, because I'm pretty sure it takes it from the absurd language of the poem. But they have an ability that is burble, which is a blast of strange noises and shouted nonsense in various languages known to the Jabberwock, and invariably some it doesn't know. <laughs> well, duh! <laughs> and it deals 20d6 points of sonic damage. Oh, my god! <laughs> then there's a whiffling... Uh-huh, what is that? A Jabberwock's wings and violent motions create a significant amount of wind wherever, whenever it makes a full action attack, or a full attack action. Um, 
These winds surround the monster up to 30 feet and are treated as severe winds, and smaller, smaller creatures must succeed a strength save to not be blown away. <laughs> it's just absurd. I mean, as it would have to be, it's from Alice in Wonderland. Also, I, I dig it. It so can much. shoot fire from its eyes. From its eyes? Yeah. A Jabberwock can project beams of fire from its eyes as a ranged t- touch attack. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, it, and, like we know, the Jabberwock does not need to look at the same thing with both eyes. So as long as two creatures are within 30 feet of each other, the eyes can aim at different creatures. <laughs> that's right. They work independently. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. It, I mean, amazing. not for the party, but like as a DM and or somebody listening. <laughs> Like and and it is treated as just a huge chaotic evil dragon. Oh my gosh! Now I see variant Jabberwocks within the Pathfinder uh, book. What, yes. What is that about? Um, it is the lesser Jabberwock, uh, which is CR twenty, and essentially just a bit weaker. Yeah, I mean. Any of that, though, like you said before, any of that you could take and make into a 5th edition. The only thing I'm disappointed about the Jabberwock is that they didn't go with the standard dragon um, pattern of having a wormling, a young one, an old one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see, like, a CR8 baby Jabberwock. Yeah, yeah, and, like, you can, I mean... It takes some work, but you can you could do the stats for that. Exactly. And I again you could possibly combine or meld something from Wonderland No More for that Jabberkin and try to mesh that in. You know what I you mean? You know what's interesting too for the mm. Pathfinder one is that it has planar acclimation. So you can never banish the or I guess you could banish no, you could banish. the Jabberwock, but you can't do other things to it because it always consi- is always considered to be on its home plane. No matter where it, it is. is. So there's, especially in, uh, like, a Pathfinder version, there's a lot of spells that you might try to use that might not help. Right. <laughs> or might screw you over. Yeah. Good luck with that. Are they smart? They're not dumb. 12 intel. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, so Wonderland No More, I mean, it, it's its own game system for Savage Worlds, but, like, the Jabberkin, just to kind of give you all an idea, um, the Jabberkin has pretty good toughness, 12, for those of you who have played the game, but the Jabberwock itself um, has a toughness of 17. Just kind of put that in perspective for that game. And That's that, fucking outrageous. Yeah, that, that rule set. And um, on top of that, and it doesn't really... Yeah, you gotta be like... Oh, no, it doesn't. You gotta be veteran to legendary heroes in, in this, Savage Worlds yeah, if to... you want to take down Jabberwock. And uh, Jabberwock for okay, its... really lucky. For its smarts is a D6 on the Jabberwock, and for the Jabberkin, it's a D4. Yeah. So, just to kind of put that in perspective the, between the one, two. The key stats they'll get to determine how tough a creature is in Savage Worlds is, like, toughness. Yeah, exactly. Um... Or, like, the the damage die. Yep. Because, like, smarts and everything is always based on the same scale. Mm-hmm. And it's not a huge scale, so this... you find really tough creatures with low dice scores and stuff, but then it's like, oh, here's a 15 toughness. Hope you can explode four times. Yep. And this does the same thing that Pathfinder does in terms of the eyes. It has eyes of flame is what it calls it. <laughs> well, you know what I like about Savage Worlds is that... Okay, maybe you better hope that you have a D12 in fighting. And that yeah, you explode oh once. That would be great. Or, like, have a bonus. Mm-hmm. Or just have a D6. Because you're much more likely to explode. It's true, but still. Like, there's probably... There's, like, I feel like the math on fighting something that tough on in Savage Worlds is, like... Mid-range characters have no chance, Ants? but for yeah. some reason, like, brand new characters actually have a decent chance of statistically lucking out and murdering something That's really true. tough. You know like what, that David is true. Like David and Goliath style. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's like D4, you got a 25% chance to explode. Exactly, yeah, yeah. 15, you got to explode four times, five mm, times, but... Yeah. I mean, at that point... Yeah, and and for this, for Savage Worlds, just the Jabberwock alone has a fighting at a D10. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I might be better mathematically to I have mean, a lower. Statistics work funnily. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Because, like, which are you more likely to do? Explode four mm-hmm. times on a d4, once on a d12, or three times on a d6? I feel like three times on a d6 might be your best statistically. Right, right. But I mean, if you have a d12 and you got, like, a magical weapon and some mm-hmm. other, like, uh, edge or something so that you can add like six to your total and then you're you're better off because right. you don't need to explode um yeah still, there's that chance for a low level character exactly you got you guys have done it in agents of farsight it's true we got uh, really lucky exploded yeah. into the teens and yeah i think aelin i don't remember what for but got 20 something on one roll i got a 30 something yeah that was crazy. outrageous <laughs> <laughs> um I know, uh, too, just in terms of that, in terms of the scale for Savage Worlds, the Jabberkin uh, itself has a fighting D8. So, like you said, mathematically, it's probably just yep. better. Yeah. It's all about that toughness. True. True. So. Jub Jub Birds. Jub Jub Birds, man. I think Jub Jub Birds actually, where do they get mentioned? Are they in the poem, too? Or is that the Bandersnatch? Or is it both? Um, the Bandersnatch is definitely listed in the poem. Um, the Jabberwock is also listed, and unfortunately... Oh, no! It is. Jabbed Up Birds are also listed. Yep. I was going to say, I don't think it is, but it is. No, it's in It's in the second paragraph of that poem. Where it says, Beware the Jabbed Up Bird and shun the fruminous Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch, yep. That's just such good names. I know. Frumius, I think, is actually... It's a made-up word, yeah. I think I pronounced it wrong. Like I I, do. Even his name, I can't get right. I don't think you can mispronounce a made-up word. Okay. Thanks. Especially (laughs) when the person who created the word is dead. I guess. So... You got some loopholes there. Yeah. Um, so... For the Savage Worlds Wonderland No More, Jub Jub Bird... Massive bird. They're yes. They're really big in this. Um, so, they're lonely creatures, and they're desperate for company as their kin. What? In Pathfinder, the Jubjub bird is also a gigantic bird. I'm wondering right. if there's like some common resource. Right? Yeah. Beyond Lu- the Lewis Carroll stuff that like determined right that it should be massive. Maybe there's art out there. I'm sure there has to be. Yeah. Like from the time. That would be really cool. We should look that up. Because I don't remember any of these creatures being they're definitely not mentioned in Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. And as far as I remember, they're not in Through the Looking Glass. There's a lot of stuff in those, yeah. I know, but like I don't think there's any significant descriptions of any of these. I don't think those. so either. But pretty commonly agreed upon stuff for two different games. Right. And like... What? When When was... I'm just about to look Because right <laughs> exactly. I'm wondering if they like took some inspiration from Pathfinder. Uh, copyright is 2011 to 2014. So 2011 was the first one. Yep. Um, please the Jabberwock. It's hard to find which one is the proper one. 2010, but I think that's just the Pezzo Publishing. Okay. Date for the Bestiary 2. This is a second printing from 2012, so I guess 2011. They so might the they time. might have used Pathfinder as a nice visual cue. Yeah. But also but I don't know. It'd be interesting to find out if one yeah. followed the other or if they're both pulling from an older non RPG source. Well, just like the Jabberwock, I think we're gonna find some similarities for the Jumped Bird. So one is the fact that it's a massive bird. Yes. So some of the other things that Wonderland No More goes through is um, it's fearless. They're immune to fear and intimidation. They are also um, 
slow actually because of their size, so they can't actually run. Huh. And they have fighting at a D8, at least in terms of the Savage Worlds um, campaign. And they actually have a smarts as a, at a D8. Uh, strength is a D12 plus 8. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they're pretty high. So yeah. actually that deviates from Pathfinder. Oh, does it? A okay, cool. So Pathfinder, it's a huge creature. So that's, yeah. that's big. Yeah. That's, that towers over your miniatures. Yeah, and this one says just massive bird. Yeah. Like, that's all it gives you. Uh, they modeled it after, like... After a dodo bird here. Yep. Um, but it's like a prehistoric dodo bird, so it looks kind of like um, a feathered dinosaur with a dodo beak. Yep. Um, it, they gave it a two intelligence. It is it is an animal. Okay. Uh, it has 50 feet of speed, but, I mean, it's huge, so that's, I don't know if that's really fast. <laughs> but 20 feet of poor flying speed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it can bite. It's got a deadly bite because you know giant beak. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. I think this might be. I don't know how many other creatures have it in Pathfinder. There's like six bestiaries at this point, but the Jubjub bird also has planar acclimation. So mm-hmm. I wonder if they gave all the Wonderlandian creatures planar acclimation. Maybe. Um, but it also has an ability called Shriek, and that sounds just like what you think. But it doesn't deal damage, it just stuns you. Alright. This, uh, for the Jub-Jub bird in Wonderland No More, has Snatch and Swoop. So it, it actually flying, uh, has a pace of, uh, let's see here, 24 feet, with a climb of 6 feet. But, the Swoop itself... Uh, the Jub-Jub bird has to at least fly 10 feet in a straight line before it attacks. And this also shows that its toughness in this is a 15. Huh. Yeah. And, similar to the Jabberwock in this, it does have a Jub-Jub bird chick. Got it. That's got it. You know, that's just what they do. It's always good to have, like, smaller versions exactly, of things yeah. to, like, preempt mm-hmm. dis- destruction. Exactly. Um, I think... To get off the the Jub Jub and the Jabberwock, for a second, Path, Pathfinder did really good. Put the stick of Jabberwock poem. Pathfinder did really good with the Bandersnatch. Okay. Um, because I mean, first of all, it's got all kinds of stuff. They gave it six legs. It looks like some horrific dog creature. Yeah, it does. But it's got a bounding charge. Um, so think like I don't know any. Any movie where you've seen a jungle cat, like, racing through the jungle. Um, it's got a tail with barbs that can attack. It's got a gaze attack. It um, it has planar acclimation, but it's got, like, quills. And it's got, like, four abilities with the quills. Um, like, one, if it's hit, you take damage from the quills because you can't... It's like trying to, like, hit a porcupine. Right, yeah. Um, except it's gargantuan. Oh, jeez. Um, and besides all that, they give you a bunch of different versions. So, there's a lesser Bandersnatch to to give you smaller, younger Bandersnatches. But then they give you the Frumious Bandersnatch, which is even more difficult. And they give you a Confounding Bandersnatch. They give you a Magic Bane Bandersnatch. They give you a Primal Bandersnatch. They just want you to fuck up everybody. The Frumious one... If it misses with its bite attack or falls below half of its hit points, it succumbs to such uncontrollable fury that it bursts into flame. And while engulfed in these flames, a Frumious Bandersnatch is affected by the haste spell and causes an additional 2d6 points of fire damage for every melee attack and for its quill defense ability. Damn. So, just to compare... You won't like me when I'm angry. angry. Fire. The uh, Bandersnatch in Wonderland No More. Um, This is talking about insectoid creature. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Tell Um, me more. It's still the same with six legs. Mm -hmm. um, And any even number... That may be used for movement, so it they have phenomenal speed. Mm-hmm. So anywhere from up to four of the legs may be used for fighting. 
Um, this is a toughness seven on on the Bandersnatch in this. Um, I love the special abilities. <laughs> Band and snatch. <laughs> okay. A victim hit by two legs, regardless of the damage, is snatched towards the Bandersnatch body and banded with a thick, elastic, web-like material. This sticky web cannot be broken, as it is too elastic. However, a victim can try to cut it free if it has a small, sharp weapon, and there are checks for those. Um, it has its extendable neck. Um, it has improved frenzy, which I think is similar to what you were just talking about. Does so, it catch fire? It doesn't say anything about fire on this. It says, uh, for the improved frenzy, though, may attack with up to four times around with its clawed legs with no penalty. That would be awful to fight. Yeah. And it... And, and, one more quick thing to mention, just in case you run across a Bandersnatch, uh, is its wealth. A tidy sum can be found in the Bandersnatch's lair. Maybe worth it. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I love the special ability, though, name. <laughs> Band See, and Snatch. That's I the love thing that. about Wonderland creatures, though. You can just get outrageous. Like, that's, it catches fire. Right? Like... What? <laughs> <laughs> like it gets so angry, it catches fire. fire. Oh my god! There's some really good um, beasts and like <sighs> creatures that you could use from Alice in Wonderland. Just as a whole, I think. I think we use Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can, yeah, definitely. God, that'd be a great campaign. For so, ma so many ideas. Ah, oh, so good. Let's see. One of, oh, yeah, one of the other ones I wanted to mention was the White King. I find him fun. So, again, from Wonderland No More. Uh, he is basically like a chess piece, mm -hmm. almost, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, like, they're all, they're like, I mean, chess pieces and card suits, like, well, you got the chessboard desert. So you got bishops and yeah. knights and stuff. I mean, let's not... The Red Queen, people. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you could do so much with that. Um, one of the things, though, that I like about uh, the Red Queen and the um, and the White King, though, uh -huh. um, some, some of the hindrances that they have is pretty good. Um, like, the Red Queen hindrances, arrogant, enemy, <laughs> House of Whitefield. Or overconfident. No big deal. It's just the Red Queen. Like, those yeah. are the best hindrances. Yeah. And then for the White King, it's, um, hindrances, Code of Honor, Enemy, the House of Rosewood, and, uh, Slow Couch. <laughs> nice. Like, this is so good. I love it. And yeah. I love the way that they name things in this game. Like, it's amazing. Well, you know they had, you gotta, just gotta get into Lewis Carroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. And other people who have taken up Alice in Wonderland for their, like, have you ever read Frank Bre uh, Frank Better? No, I have not. Looking Glass Wars? No. Oh, you gotta read them. They're so good. It's, uh, it's a different take on Alice in Wonderland, um, where Alice is from Wonderland. Okay. And she is the princess of Wonderland. Okay. And her mother is the red uh, Queen's sister, and the Red Queen, like, stages a coup and takes over, and Alice is sent to our world okay. for protection as, like, a young, young child. And years later, uh, Hatter Madigan, a.k.a. the Mad Hatter, <sighs> comes to save her, but he's like, but it's Wonderland, so, like, all the cards are, like, mechanical soldiers. Yeah. Like, that are in a deck, and they, like, unfold as mechanical soldiers. That's so cool. Um, and, like, the Hatter has all kinds of, like, crazy bladed weapons that, like, like his hat's a weapon. It's, yeah. It's crazy. Um, but it's, there's so many good ideas. Cheshire Cat is a, like, cat person mm -hmm. that can turn invisible and is an assassin. Has, oh, that's the and best. And has nine lives. Dope. Yeah, it's it's so good. And, um, and repeat again who it's by? Frank Better. Frank Better, B -E -D -D -O -R. okay. B-E-D-D-O-R. Oh, Better, okay. Yeah. Um, and, like, the the caterpillar. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, the that's caterpillars are oracles, and, like, there's a maze that she needs to, like, go through mm -hmm. to, like, get the scepter, because, yeah. like, only the true ruler or whatever. It's yeah. 
So good. It's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, there's so much stuff in it. There was also, and I don't know if you watched it, I don't know if it was a miniseries, but I know that it was um, at least a show. I think it was, it's had to have been a miniseries, but it was just called Alice, and they had a great take on some of those characters, I don't too. think I actually saw it. Was that right well, after, was that the one that, did Sci-Fi do it right after they did, like, the Wizard and Oz one? I think so, yeah. What's-Her-Face was in? I think so, yeah. Tin Man? Yep, yeah. That, um, uh, Deschel? Yeah. Uh, Zo- Deschanel? Zo- yeah, Deschanel, thank you. Um, I never, see, I can't pronounce names. <laughs> and what's his face? That was a pretty big actor who played, um, the Tin Man. Yeah, I don't remember who. See, Wizard of Oz is another great one. Oh, I love it's Wizard of Oz. so crazy, and so, There's like. Some good takes on that, too. And it's old enough that you can do all kinds of stuff with it. Yeah. Like, the Tin Man was, he was, what, a sheriff? And they called him, they were called Tin yeah, Man. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah, what's his name? But, he, God, but no, like, the whole, the whole, like, oil can thing, instead of, because he's not a mechanical man, he yeah. was in, like, a... A tin suit. Like, a tin, like, almost, uh, what's the word? Stasis. Yeah. Like, Iron Maiden, essentially. Uh, what's his name? God, it's gonna drive me crazy. I am um, Alan Cumming was in there too, though, and he was glitched. Do you remember him? Yeah, I was so. Uh, Neil McDonough, I think is how you say it. Him. Yeah, Mc- I- McDonough. McDonough, maybe. That's how See I again, say it. I can't pronounce yeah. names. Uh, Richard Dreyfus was also in mm-hmm, that one, though, mm-hmm. too. Awesome. Yeah, um, like because Wizard Foz is so cool, and there's so much more. And I really want to read the books, even though they're really weird. Uh-huh. But there's, like, so much more in there than you get from the movie. Yeah. Or even, even, um, what's his name? Gregory Maguire's takes on him. Is he the guy who wrote Wicked? Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Um, there's more than that. Because, like, have you ever seen Return to Oz? No, I don't You've think You've never I, seen Return to I, Oz? I don't think I did. Was with that the Clockwork show? Man? No. Oh my god, it was like one of the darkest Disney movies that they ever did. Oh, really? So it's a sequel to The Wizard of Oz, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, Dorothy is like undergoing like um, psychiatric evaluation, but they're like not being kind to her. Mm -hmm. Like, um, they're like, basically, they're like trying to scare the delusion of Mm -hmm. Oz out of her. Yeah. And she like, Oh, it's been so long. I think she runs away, but she ends up in Oz, and it explores a lot more of, like, the actual world of Oz, because she ends up at one of the the deserts at the edge of Oz. Yeah. And, like, has to, like, find her way back into Oz by following the red brick road. Okay. Because there's there's the red brick Brick, road and the yellow brick road. Yeah, exactly. Um, And she finds a clockwork soldier that hasn't... Because she's got to, like, turn a key to okay. turn him on, but, like, his whole platoon is dead, and he's very, like, he's this big round thing, and he's very, like, British military. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, and they find, I think his name's Pumpkin Jack, and he's basically a scarecrow with a big jack-o'-lantern for a head. That's awesome. Um, and they ha- they find something that animates objects, and they animate... Like a, a moose head, like a mounted moose head, <laughs> but they like attach it to like a couch with these big pawn, palm fronds and yeah. like turn him into like this flying mount of amalgamated things. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's so outrageous, but the villain is super creepy because she's like a dark witch who can change faces oh. and she's got like cabinets of faces. It's, wow. yeah, it's like very dark Wonderland is like. It's like post-apocalyptic, not Wonderland, Oz. It's like yeah. post-apocalyptic Oz. It's yeah. like taken from deeper stories, but... The uh, the Alice one, real quick, that I'm mentioning, and it was a miniseries, that had um, Matt Frewer in it. Do you, do you remember? I feel like we've watched this together. And he, like, uh, he was basically the Tin Man, but oh. he was a soldier, too. I recognize, uh, the Not Mad the Tin Hatter. Man, excuse me, gosh, at, at front, this is Alex we're talking about, see, now I'm getting confused. Yeah. But he, he was one of the soldiers with the, 
and he pretended to like have the army out on the field that was in that series now. Kathy Bates is in it too. Tim Curry was awesome. Um, that one, that one's good too, though. That one's a good take on it. And, uh, one other, uh, you mentioned a book for, um, uh, for Alice, mm-hmm. another book that I want to mention. It's actually a young adult book, mm-hmm. but I found, I found it just randomly and it's called, the first book in the series is Splintered and it's about Alice in Wonderland, but like is she it? has to go, yeah, it's by A.G. Howard. She has to like go back to to Wonderland, but she has no recollection of it. And like, what she does though is, it, like, in the real world, like, it's a little bit creepier and like off putting because like she paints, but she like feels like she can hear bugs and stuff talking right. to her. So she like paints with like bugs and stuff like that. And like, it's 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 good. It's a good take on it. I like it, it a lot. Me, I've read one. She thinks she's crazy, and it's, yeah. I think it's just called Alice. It's a book, and I can't remember who wrote it, and I think there's a sequel that I have not read. Okay. But it's a very creepy, weird, also dark take. Okay. Where uh, she is in an asylum. Okay. And the Mad Hatter equivalent is also in this asylum. And how do they do it? I think... Something happens where they're able to escape. I think I've seen this and one. And they go through, like, she follows, yeah, Yeah, I, I've seen it and I've not picked it up, but I've been it's so tempted. It's really good because it's really creepy because, like, he brings her through, like, this, it's like the underbelly of London. Okay. But it's like a twisted, like, you're not sure how much of this is their insane delusion and how much is actual magic going on here like yeah because like they're it's crazy it's such a trip i'd have to read it again to i can't even remember all the things that happened or how it ended it was I can't even, so insane i can't even tell you how many times i've seen that on the shelf and been like oh maybe and then i just don't pick it up but it, for those who didn't catch it the first time okay, that one's, i'll let you borrow it we just gotta right, it out cool. <laughs> that one's called just alice is the title of it and it's by christina henry but it's got a picture of uh, definitely a male body from like the neck down in a suit, and then mm-hmm. it's got a rabbit's head on top. Yeah. It's good. It, it looks so intriguing, and it it, is. It's really I love. Good. I love the quote on the front: "A psychotic journey through the bowels of magic and madness." And that's just a quote from and another that author. Describes it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, but that's what's so good about Alice in Wonderland and The Wizard of Oz is that they're like they're old enough that you can do this stuff without yeah. worrying about copyrights. So there's so many good ways to take it. And it's a very good example of how you can like take something you enjoy and like turn it into your own. And I, stuff. Uh, I'm such a fan of like twisting old fairy tales and old stories. I love mm-hmm. that. I love new takes on them. Like that splintered book that I read. Mm-hmm. I was, I was so like, ah, oh, it's a young adult. You know what I mean? But I was like, oh, I'm intrigued enough. Like I'll, I'll check it out. And it was really, really well done. There's also a book, um, not to, get too off topic, I guess. But that's what we do here at the ring. <laughs> um, it's called uh, Cinder. I've seen it. Oh my god, it's really well done. It's it's basically that that particular storyline, they go into other different storylines, other princesses, and like weave all those tales together. Mm-hmm. But the first one is called Cinder, and it's about Cinderella, but she's basically cyborg. What? Yeah, dude, it's so cool. It's really well done. Like, those ones are... And that's another young adult book. Like, she's, um... You just gotta read it. She's basically a machine. And, like, you know what I mean? That's awesome. It's good. It's good stuff. That's, like, Once Upon a Time is a really good show. I love that show. show. I I haven't seen it recently, but I... No, I'm way behind. Yeah, same. I stopped watching it when it got pretty, like, crazy. Because it was, like, post-Alice and, like, Oz was coming into it, but also Frozen. Like, there was just a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really disappointed with the, the Wonderland spinoff series because that didn't last. Oh, but yeah. also they didn't do really well because they were, like, they didn't Wonderland it enough. Yeah. It was too much not Wonderland. Like, it should have been batshit crazy. Yeah. But it was not. It was no more batshit crazy than... Any other... Th- yeah. Anything. Because, <laughs> like, one of the... Like, the villain was Jafar. 
Hmm. Which is, like, fine, because, like, that's the Once Upon a Time thing, but, like, the, it wasn't enough Wonderland. Like, if the, the spinoff is gonna be Wonderland. Yeah. Like, you need hookah smoking caterpillars and creepy yeah. cats up the wazoo. Like, you gotta go of, crazy. Yeah, and that's one of the things, like, like we've been talking about, just different spins on it. Because I remember Alice, I loved the landscapes that they had. Because one yeah. of the things about the Red Queen was she was in, like, this old abandoned city, I think, if I remember correctly. And just, like, these tall skyscrapers that were just, like, crumbling and gross. Yeah. And stuff. It just looked so cool. And, like, yeah, the Red Queen, like, this is her fucking city now. <laughs> like... I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, don't quote me, but yeah, yeah definitely worth checking of, out. Yeah. There's a lot of set droppings yeah. to steal, like, oh, God, all yeah. over the place. I love it. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I mean, we'll we could... have to find it and watch it. What? That. Alice? That, yeah. I'm pretty sure I own it. We could just watch it. Oh, nice. <laughs> Complete non sequitur, but that reminds me. I'm going to need to find a copy of Merlin. Because that's a fantastic miniseries as well. I don't. It's I not Wonderland. So. It's Arthurian, but yeah, so good. Yeah, I didn't. I never saw it. It's got Sam Neill. He plays Merlin. I no, I didn't watch it. I'm sorry. You gotta watch all Sam Neill's random shit that is in <laughs> Jurassic Park because it's all good. You got that's Hunt for the Wilder People. people. Oh you got my god! Into the Mouth of Madness, one of the best Lovecraftian movies there is. <laughs> um, the hell else is he in? He's oh. Event Horizon, oh, which is a bonker sci-fi movie <laughs> slash acid trip. Sam Neill, though, man. Ah, oh, so good. He's in so much good random shit. I, he's great. He I loved him. And I, I loved him in Jurassic Park. Yeah. I did. I even... I don't think I've seen a movie with him in it that I haven't enjoyed immensely. Yeah. I really liked him. I mean, even though, like, I didn't love the third Jurassic Park, I loved him in that one, too. Like, he was still awesome. He's the best character. <laughs> So good. Like, he was the only one who recognized that the 8, what, 12 year old, 13 year old, 14 year old, whatever, the smartest person out of everyone. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I love it. So good. (sighs) Yeah, I'd watch, I I mean, and Hunt for the Wilder People, I can't get enough of that movie. I love that movie. Merlin's really good because it's got a good portrayal of Morgan Le Fay, Arthur. Like, you get the backstory, so, like, you know Uther is, like, a dick, and Merlin Merlin gives him the ability for mystical reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, because Uther goes and pretends to be someone else to sleep yeah. with some guy, some guy's wife. Yeah. And that's how Arthur is born. Yeah. And Arthur's a dick, but, like, Mordred's <laughs> a big dick, too. Like, Of course. And it's, like, Merlin just, like, struggling with all this shit. <laughs> but, like... But there's also this whole side story where, like, he wants to just stop and be done with it and, like, go be with, um, what's her name? Nimue, I think. Like, his wife. Like, yeah. Like, I want to stop. Arthur, stop! <laughs> You're supposed to be good so that I can retire! <laughs> yeah, I really, I really enjoy a lot of the twists, like, Back to Once Upon a Time, like, even mm-hmm. when they brought in, like, Brave and stuff like that, like, all that stuff is really well done, I think. And, uh, something... A lot of it's, like, really overplayed, but I love yeah. a lot of the twists. You're not wrong. Like, when we discover how, uh, Maleficent learned, I'm gonna just use their fairy tale names, because yeah, that's what I'm that, gonna yeah, remember, yeah. learned the whole heart trick, the, the yeah. Indiana Jones Kalima, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from the Red Queen. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. a great twist, um... Yeah. Like, Peter Pan's shadow being... Oh, like, the whole Peter Pan arc was... Awesome. That's probably when it plateaued and started to, like, like descend little, in yeah. terms I of agree. overall quality. I agree. Um, but, but I, that, that I do want to watch the rest of it to get yeah. more yeah. inspirational ideas, but there are lots of cool twists. Yeah. And there. especially for things like that, like, it's not just the, it's not just the overall, like, characters... There's a lot of really cool items from different oh, yeah. stories that they pull well, in, and it's like, oh my god, that's well, so well like, written. Red's like, a such werewolf? a good twist. Yeah, like, dude. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the big bad wolf. And like the red. It's her cape. trying not to transform, and like it's so, so good. good. And like the cape is what keeps her from transforming. Yeah. So good. Like those those twists are what make like 
those kinds of stories, like Alice also, or whatever, so good. What, what started to turn me off was, like, was Rumpelstiltskin. Like, he did so much, and he was so evil and so broken and stupid, and, like, you hated him, but, like, he was a mm-hmm. good character. He was a good character. And, like, they started doing, like... And I think Maleficent was going there as well. Like, they did, they were doing, like, redemption stories, which is great, because there's so many other villains to steal. Right. Exactly. But, like, especially Rumpelstiltskin, it was just like, nope, fuck it, I'm gonna be evil again. Mm-hmm. It's just like... After, uh, yeah, I get it, yeah, especially after everything like, he was trying to do. Like, I get he was behind, like, you, like, you don't have to keep Deus Ex machina him into yes. the weaving of all the background stuff. And, like, <laughs> you could have kept him not evil, like, they're, yeah. we could have taken this somewhere else, like... Exactly. Season 5 doldrums weren't that extreme. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, originally, too, I I was unsure about, like, Cruella de Vil and that whole story. But, like, that was really, like, the twist See, of I that See, I didn't was... quite get into that. I got, like, to right when they introduced those Oh, characters. you need to watch at least the rest of that. I thought that was well done. Because, like, it actually... I feel like they should have taken some characters out. Like, yeah. Like, let the main character, like... They, they didn't transition. They like they put everything into those main characters. Yeah, as we talked about, it kind of plateaued after Peter Pan. But the whole I watched through for like um, Ursula mm-hmm. um, and uh, Maleficent and uh, Cruella Deville, and I was like, where are they going with this? And it it actually has a really cool twist it? to it. For at least Cruella Deville's, I thought was I was like, damn, that's dark. That's cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just. I, I still have to catch up with it myself, but anything like that is really, really cool. Really well done. And and you could just say for a campaign, like, hey, you're now in Wonderland, or hey, you're now in Oz. Like, <laughs> that, but it, the, like, if you know the old stories, watching stuff like that and seeing how they're manipulated is, like, really good, like, storytelling insight. Yeah. And, like, just... Because you don't need to go crazy with the stories if you just, like, no. with a twist. <laughs> right, right. And don't watch M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, yeah, don't. <laughs> those are twists, but, like, those are those are not good campaign twists. Yeah, no. Those are, like, good one-shot twists. Yeah, yeah, that I could agree with. <laughs> like, that's the kind of, that's the thing you want at the end of a one-shot, where it's like, but you were in a village in the modern world the whole time! <laughs> Was it? But then you're really? done with the game forever, yeah, yeah. so that's okay. <laughs> that's just one of those I see the faces that I would get for that <laughs> and it's just like yep that happened okay we're moving on one shot done <laughs> it's like every time I, I should not have brought him up because like every time I bring him like Signs uh, Signs is like one of the most disappointing movies I've ever seen yeah because like it wasn't <laughs> so even bad no it's like until it's like it went crazy and it's yeah. like oh there's aliens like what is gonna happen Happened, like yeah. I know there's gonna be a twist or something but then it's just like Actually, just been pinned against a tree the whole time. Angels? Don't know. Vision? What? Who? And it's like, what? What is going? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> like I see what you were doing, but no. Yeah, that's kind of like. I mean, I don't remember who the director was, but do you remember um, Repo Men when that came out? Did you ever see that? I don't think I've seen it in a very long time. Okay, spoiler alert, but Repo Men... There's a statue of limitations on spoiler alerts. Yeah, so they, um... You know the whole premise behind yeah, that movie, yeah. right? Like, they give people organs, but then you only have X amount of time to pay pay for them, and then they'll take them right back, and then you'll die. Yeah, that's stupid. If you want a movie that has that plot line, just watch Repo the Genetic Opera, because it's... Lovely. <laughs> it's because it's lovely. It's primo. But it's one of it's like an M Night Shyamalan twist. twist because like they make it to the end and they're like in the room where like they scan back body parts and this chick and this guy who've you know become involved like they have so many parts that they're just scanning each of their parts mm-hmm. into the machine to say hey we're we made it or whatever yeah. and then you see them on the beach at the end and you're like oh cool and then there's like a glitch. And then it, like, and then it continues to play. And then you see, like, I don't know, like, 
like an hour or so into the movie when they first had the fight with his best friend who was also a Repo Man. Like, he didn't actually win and make it out of there. He's just in a dream state and thinks that, like, everything is good and then he made it through. And, like, you know what I mean? It's just like, what? That's the worst cop-out surprise. <laughs> I know. It was all a dream. <laughs> I was so mad about the ending on that. I was like, that's really good. Like, because it's so intense when they're like, because, like, I think she even has a heart that's, like, you know what I mean? It's just so intense. And then it's like, we're on a beach, we made it, yada, da, da. And then there's a glitch and you're like, what the fuck? And then it cuts to that, like, them taking him away and it's like, what the yeah, watch Repo the Genetic Opera. <laughs> watch Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer steal organs back yeah. and sing. And yeah. it's just, that's a great Which movie. I've actually seen that. It's a it's great good. unknown movie. Yep. Ah, Giles. <laughs> we will I, ever be known as Giles Ring. <laughs> I discovered that movie just like on a random Newberry comic shelf. Like, I was like, yeah. what movie are we? Like, I'm looking for a new movie. Yeah. Used, like, three bucks. I was like, this looks like a fun horror movie. I was like, this is not what I expected. This is the best thing ever. <laughs> I love those happy surprises. It was so good. <laughs> so, in terms of D&D and... <laughs> yeah, let's, you know, kind of bring it back. Um, steal ideas. Steal ideas. We always say that, though. <laughs> always. Uh, it's the best lesson. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't remember... Oh, God, it's going to drive me crazy. Hold, please. <laughs> Goddamn motorcycle. Yes, I thought so. <laughs> Great. I, I was making sure I had who who said it first correct. Oh. Pablo Picasso. Good artist copy, great artist steal. Yes. It's true. It's so true. But definitely can get some great ideas from Alice in Wonderland, Wizard of Oz, any kind of nursery rhyme, really. <laughs> um, and you get lots of them because of the, the rewriting. Yeah. It's, it's why I like, um, like, uh, James Lovegrove, his works, because and they're not anything like it, but that it's alternate history fiction, kinda, but his works are like, what if the Egyptian gods came back? Right. And split up the world amongst themselves, and then wars were based on whether or not the gods sent visions to their people, and weapons were... We're empowered through the the ba of the gods, and the more worshippers they had, the stronger it was. Yeah. It's different. Like it's it's stuff you recognize in a different way. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. And Alice in Wonderland is like one of the best settings to do that. Absolutely. With Wizard of Oz being right there. Yeah. Um, and definitely for the Jub Jub Bird and the Jabberwock, especially for Wonderland No More, you can you can yeah. fit those in Use wherever. It. Yeah, and then and then it becomes maybe it's just a whole other side adventure that leads to Wonderland or you know what I mean? Right. Like that would be yeah. amazing. <laughs> read the books we mentioned. Definitely. Um, also Gregory Maguire. Yes. Um, I haven't read all the stuff, but I've read Wicked. I've read the sequel to Wicked. They're good. I haven't read all of them. Like I haven't read the one with the lion on the cover. <sighs> Um, also, I haven't read the Cinderella one, but I have read the Alice in Wonderland one, which is actually really interesting because it's not like, like a new take on Alice. Mm -hmm. It's Alice has a friend who's trying to find Alice and accidentally ends up in Wonderland like a couple hours after her (laughs) and encounters all these things and like is looking for Alice and is countering Wonderland on her own. It's just, it's so absurd, but so good. (laughs) And, um, try to check out some of those shows. I mean... I don't know. I'm a big fan of even just giving, you know, those, like I said, random books that I found on a shelf. Like, just give it a shot. You never know. Like, they could have some really cool ideas in them, you know? It's like, like I said, like that, that painting for Mm -hmm. Alice, like, she just thinks she hears bugs. Like, that's crazy. I too hear bugs. (laughs) (laughs) L2 bug. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I'm not about it. (laughs) Um, any updates? Um... Not that really. We want to mention. Not really. Nothing I have an official date for. Um, Nothing I can think of coming up. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I want to mention is that for those of you who don't already know, which surprise. you know, surprise, um, <laughs> I have not yet done the latest chapter for uh, Cracks of the Rift. Uh, that will be coming 
Soon TM. Soon TM. Mm-hmm. Because uh, life is crazy. <laughs> but we're back on track with other stuff. Yeah, that's like true. Like, the, the, these, excuse me, these episodes are coming out on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, for patrons who are listening right now, uh, you will have PDF of our latest Ford, which you already listened to. The same. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the same day as you get the recording of the next one, because yeah. that kind of worked out. That's kind of where how the schedule has worked itself out, and it gives me plenty of time to actually make it mm-hmm. without worrying so much about it. Yeah. And also meaning that I only have to worry about the audio for the next one at any given moment. So like, it's a nice stagger. Yeah. So that that's when you will get that. Yeah. So definitely look for more of those things to come, for sure. Um, and the I get and I apologize for the uh, chapter. It's just been crazy. And you'll have Lovecraftian spells soon as well. Soon, TM. As soon as I finish it, you guys will all get it for free, and then it'll go up on uh, the thing. Mm-hmm. The, the thing, thing and the uh, stuff. Drive through RPG. That's that's the thing. <laughs> so that's gonna wrap up this episode of the Untamed Rant. Be sure to check out the blog if you have not already, thewanderingalchemist.com. There are weekly articles that I do, reskins, subclasses that turn into full-blown classes at this point. Um, just check out the blog to stay up to date with everything that changes constantly there. Um, and reviews. Lots of, one review every week. Yeah. Um, also, we hope that you like this and want to share it with others. And if you do... Hopefully they'll become a patron. <laughs> so have them check that out at www. I think that was more W's than I should have. Those seventeen W's. All the W's. Three periods. Dot Patreon. Com. You're gonna search for the Wandering Alchemist because yes. I'm not sure if it's backslash the Wandering Alchemist or just Wandering Alchemist. But if you I, search for it, yeah, guaranteed to find it. Search for it is the best way, realistically. Um and. Pledges are going to give you early access to the podcasts and the Cracks of the Rift book chapters when they actually come out. <laughs> Interactual plays. You'll get PDFs for the, yeah, the yeah. dictionary every month. You'll get you also wristbands. Can, yeah. Uh, you'll get wristbands and stickers as a welcome package. And we give away two sets of dice every month. And there might even be a nice coupon code to get 10% off dice at Tabletop Loot. Dot com. Yeah. So which also have t shirts and they just got like this like three D printer thing. Like they're getting more stuff, so ten percent off even more stuff soon. TM. And TM, which I know we keep saying <laughs> and I'm gonna just TM it right now. And TM. <laughs> no. Um one of the other TM an article. Uh, and TM. <laughs> no, and's not an article, is it? No I just trying to just keep it going for you, bro. Sorry. Keep it going. <laughs> just what I do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, Want to mention too that if you do um, pledge, uh, is it five dollars that we're actually doing? Yes. To yeah. other. other I've creators? also actually I've changed the pledges a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've knocked down some of the rewards. So um, draft previews of everything. If you're a patron, you get it. Um, if it's um, certain things that were uh, $5 a month are now $3 a month, um, but the $5 a month, if you pledge at least $5 a month, $1 of that will go to another RPG creator. Yeah, Patreon. so... Um, we already support uh, Raging Swan Press, Death by Mage, um, Terminally Nerdy. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, because what few patrons we have are really generous, we already support a good uh, six or so other content creators. Yeah. Um, so we can't gi- we can't give you their rewards, um, yeah. but helping support them means there's more stuff out there for everybody yeah. to take advantage of. Um, so creators helping creators. So yeah. by supporting us, we help support our greater community. Just wanted to mention that because I don't know if we have in the past, so that's definitely. I don't think we too. have. So five dollars will get you the most stuff and will be partially redistributed. Exactly. So uh, if you would like to contact us directly with questions, comments, or to invite us to tea time, please use the contact information located. There on the website. Better be a dormouse, though. I really think so. And I better get an unbirthday present as I walk in. 
<laughs> Just saying. <laughs> there, that's only that's the only way to do tea time. <laughs> I mean, honestly. As always, I am the Untamed Scribe. And I am the Wandering Alchemist. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya.